0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast.
1: Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Raking Your A-Scene episode 101 i am your host the gas man with my co-host with the most lugs what's up man what's happening brother so this episode we're going to dive into the great banks of the great college sim bristol uh we're going to be joined by spencer boyd and john uh, from richmar florist and some charlotte What's that?
2: And talk about some Charlotte racing too.
1: Oh yes, and talk about Charlotte. Man, I, all these races back to back is really Tell me about me up. it, dude.
2: I went to do the fantasy points. I completely forgot about Charlotte. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh crap." <laughs> I'll be glad when kind of glad when well, they're, they we are they are over now, but
1: We got one more Wednesday race. Next Wednesday is Martinsville. Oh.
2: Yeah. I, didn't even, I forgot about that one. Yeah, exactly. it's kicking my ass with these with these Trying points, to keep man.
1: Up. And then they move the Xfinity race to Monday. It's like that. It's yeah. like, oh man, it's screwed me all up. Uh, but anyway, the John, uh, the John and Spencer interview. We actually just got done doing
2: that. Awesome interview.
1: Yeah, fantastic interview. Those guys are wonderful. John's a talker uh, in a good ways. He's very much a businessman that he knows what he likes to talk about. Nice guy, great guy. Like talking to John and Spencer. Never had a chance to talk to Spencer before. But, I mean, just seemed like a super fantastic guy. Yeah,
2: super uh, nice, down-to-earth, can talk to you about anything.
1: Yeah, so these guys combined, it was a very good interview. So I hope you guys listen to later in the episode when we uh, drop it into the podcast here. Um, So I was drinking Bush, but um, I drank it all during the interview with John and Spencer, so... (laughs) Um, I probably should have grabbed another one before the episode started, but so be it. I'm drinking the uh, bush Light corn uh, for the farmers. Nice. will say a corn can.
2: Yep, yep. Harvick Which we'll see those schemes again yep. on Harvick and Boyer. Yep. A couple weeks. Uh, I've got a Monster ener- Energy, zero, in- zero Sugar Energy, whatever, uh, Ultra Fiesta. It's a, It's the second or third time I've had this flavor. I picked it up at Myers the other day. They didn't have. They had, were just selling it in individual cans, but it's pretty good. Good. Okay. Um, just had to change up the flavor a little bit. Yeah, it's getting burnt out on my rehabs. Yep, understand. They uh, uh the other day I went to Gordon Food Service. You ever go there? Yeah, I've been there before. They had uh I think it was like a thirty. 30- two pack or maybe it was just a 24 pack i can't remember of the rehabs oh yeah oh man, and i heaven. was so close to buying it I'm but i'm surprised you didn't they were like a dollar 60 piece, so it came out to be like 38 dollars and change i was like i'm not gonna spend 40 dollars on okay i know okay. that i will yes. eventually <laughs> yes. but i can't in my mind right now just carry a case of energy drinks up and spend 40 dollars <laughs> on them i know i'm gonna spend probably double that amount by buying them out of the gas station, but I'm just like, I'm not doing it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, Makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, fans, thank you for
1: listening. You always reach out to us, wreckingracing at com. Go to check out our website, com. Tomorrow we should be streaming the, our iRacing event. We will be. Um, we should be.
2: We will be. I don't want to make promises we can't keep. Hey, I did it last week. That's true. But I'm, I'm going to put I'm going to put the uh all the audio in it. No, no,
1: no, no. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. No. Uh since we're talking about our Racing League, my well goes kick go ahead and keep talking about. It. Last week uh it was one by Ryan Ardone, so congratulations Ryan. Um I was a little upset during the race. Little? Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I mean I I don't know if I should explain what happened or not, but why not? Um uh, so anyway, I don't really know what happened. Yeah, so. so anyway, I was already frustrated because I felt like I had very good lap times, but I wasn't able to make anything happen.
2: So I was already frustrated. Track position-wise? Yeah. Passes? Okay. Yeah,
1: so we're on... Uh, I think I had like the second fastest lap in practice, maybe third mm-hmm. eventually. But mm-hmm. anyway, I was up there. I was very close to the to, towards the top, and that's very rare for me. So I was enjoying that, uh, especially uh, at a track that I absolutely suck at. Um, so anyway... Uh, long Texas, right? Texas. Oh, we we're at Texas. Never mind. I was thinking we we're at Charlotte. Yeah, Texas. Texas is okay. Charlotte, I suck at. So, anyway, so I'm on this restart, and the guy in front of me had had some bad restarts through the race. And the week before, I felt like I got burned on a restart behind the same guy. He's a great guy. So I'm not even gonna say his name because there's nothing he's done or anything. But on this restart, he was so slow. I jumped on the inside of him and I made sure I did not pass him before the, the start-finish line because I did not want to get black flagged. As soon as I crossed the, the, uh, the uh, start-finish line, even though I was still behind him, I get black flag for passing. Oh, really? And I, I looked up to see what the hell was going on. I'm like, what? To read the screen, I'm like, why am I getting black flagged? So that ticked me off immediately. And when I did that, I don't know what happened to my car. If you see the replay, my car literally just took a left. It literally just spun sideways. So not only was I a black flag, now I have a damaged car out of nowhere. I was furious. So I
2: did see Saka. He's been doing our recap yeah. videos. I did see you clip the grass a little bit once. And,
1: and- maybe that's it. Was that it was that restart? Yes. Yeah, so I think I clipped the grass when I looked up. I don't know, but re- whatever it was, my car literally just turned sideways and got damaged. I was just pissed. <laughs> pissed. <laughs> uh so i may have screamed a little bit i may have yelled a few times I may have said a few cuss words and i threw my headset across the <laughs> living room so
2: way to go you <laughs> still came back for a fifth
1: yeah but that's another thing that pissed me off i was third i was third and you got under me i was doing everything i could not to wreck oh you. i know
2: you're you were not was, giving me much room i but. was
1: i did, was doing everything i could not to wreck you yeah. so i basically let you pass but the problem is i couldn't get back down behind you and I was coming down, and then uh, I think his name's Tyler was coming up behind mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to wreck him. So I <laughs> had to jerk back up, and I lost all momentum. Yeah. I finished fifth. I'm like, mother, I should have <laughs> had at least my third, third place finish, damn it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was
1: taking it more competitively than I should. It ooh, was it's, funny. It's all I, for fun. I threw the headset down. Mother, blank, 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 blank. And I turned around and looked. The dogs were terrified Quite well, I was sure. screaming. They jumped up on the couch and were, like, hiding underneath my wife. And we're talking about one's a St. Bernard and one's a fat black lab, <laughs> who's not allowed on the furniture to begin with. So that was kind of – it was interesting. Well, and then I, then I kept having headset problems before that. You guys couldn't hear me. I could hear everything oh, yeah. you guys were saying, mm-hmm. but you guys couldn't hear anything mm-hmm. I was saying. So that's another thing that was kind of taking me off.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Um – Oh,
1: and the caution didn't come out when I spun and hit the wall. I had to try to, in the middle of all of this, go and throw the yellow flag. Anyway, go. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah. No. I mean, uh, it was a pretty decent race. I uh, once again couldn't manage my tire wear, and uh, I I led like maybe the first fifteen laps, and then started to fall off, and then Saka passed me, and then I can't remember who else maybe I think it Ryan, Tyler I think or it Tyler, Tyler yeah. Tyler, yeah, and then the caution came out late in the race, so. I came down and got tires, and uh, restarted. I don't know fourth, fifth, sixth. I don't know. And no, this was probably with like ten to go. I think, and then made like a charge back up to fourth place. I think because yeah. it was a battle for second. Yeah. Saka had stepped out a little bit, and it was me, and um, Brian Nardone, and then someone else. Um, no, it wasn't Scott really. Somebody else. Um, we got together. Racing yes, for a second. Yeah, and, yeah. And it was kinda my fault. I
1: as I was say, i it looked like to me you got together I, with I them, definitely
2: yeah. I definitely was just not being patient as I should. So I got into those two guys and cleaned us all three out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But then used my fast Oh fat, Nathan Puckett, I think. And then uh, then I used my fast repair. Yeah. and then uh got back out there and yeah still came back for third so F you. <laughs> I should have I should have made it harder on you I should have I knew you I, were crowding me dude cuz I was <sighs> like he wants to play hardball I'm not playing play hardball, hardball.
1: <laughs> I was not playing I was actually I was trying to race but I literally was not I was trying you to did, keep you from did it right you. you
2: did it right you did a nice Ryan Newman you know where you keeping me down trying to yeah. to to um uh, you know just pin my min- momentum down you're doing what you needed to do but yeah. I had the inside line so um, you know, unless you were just really good in the second line, it was gonna be hard to, yeah, to hold I, that spot. It but. just
1: it just sucks. That I lost all momentum. I'm like, no. Yeah. I'm like, now when I got going, I'm like, okay, I can catch these and pass them. No, I can't. I can't catch up with them. Once you get behind someone, the track position is just is tough.
2: Yeah. So tomorrow we go to Phoenix. Phoenix, um, a little bit challenging. Uh, it's gonna be kind of like the first smaller, I guess, shorter track race yeah. that we've done where you. I mean, all none of them are easy. I'll just put it that way. But I think to Phoenix is, I don't know what to expect. Yeah. I don't know what to expect because it's I've different.
1: Never, I've never, I've even ran a practice lap at Phoenix. Yeah, it's so.
2: different. It's, you know, it's. I wouldn't say it's as challenging as like Lowe's, I would say Lowe's Charlotte <laughs> or uh, Texas to find speed. But, you know, it's still easy to, it, it's a, to me, I think it's going to be easier to lose the back end of the car out of the corner so i don't know i don't know what to expect other than that so
1: okay i'm hoping i get some practice laps in before the race starts
2: yeah yeah we got we can practice of course beforehand maybe you can get some some laps in tonight but yeah
1: we had a swimming pool coming today and i've got to start putting it up tomorrow like in all my free time that i have so i'm gonna be out there then inside and nice yeah
2: all right. Well, let's jump in on the, uh, some racing action. Should we sh- uh, start yeah. with uh Charlotte? Charlotte 2? Charlotte 2. Um <sighs> We did talk about <sighs> We did talk about the truck race that was last week, yes, right? The correct. the bounty and everything. Yep. Okay. Um I actually thought this Charlotte race was better than the Coke 600. Did you not?
1: I don't know if that. I was I think that worse. because of the
2: shorter, shorter race. So I think distance that it
1: made it a little bit more exciting. I, actually the I sense of urgency. Yeah. I, okay. So overall, I have to agree with you. I think it was better. Um, it still wasn't that exciting, but either the Coke 600 and mm-hmm. the Coke 600 usually never is.
2: Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I do want to give a hat tip to Chase. Obviously, we all know yep. Chase won the race, got the monkey off of his back, kind of redeemed himself from the Coke 600, and right. is kind of on a tear, but. Dude, think about that's his 7th cup win. I think he's only had two, maybe three duplicate wins in like one paint scheme in the Napa car. Yeah. Everything else has been a different sponsor. Yeah, isn't
1: that crazy? Sun Energy car, and then the Kelly yeah. Blue Book car, Little Caesars, yeah. Mountain
2: Dew, now this Kelly Blue Book car. Like he's it's got to be a sponsor's it, wet dream, right? Yeah, right. Um, so I, that's pretty cool. I can't. I don't really remember. I didn't a, even think about that until you said yeah, that. Yeah, just because I, yeah, our my fr- our friend Miller, he was over on that Wednesday night for that race, and I turned to him. I was like, dude, I was like, is gonna win this race because he's in a different paint scheme, and kind of told him about the whole thing, and, and ended up winning it. So, pretty crazy, but you know, pretty cool at the same time.
1: Yeah, it, it is awesome. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll talk, well, I was going to say something about Chase, but we'll get into that when we talk about the next race. Um, so anyway, Chase won any, I mean, basically there's a little brief delay from rain, a couple people had issues, but really there's nothing, a whole lot to talk about from that race from Charlotte too.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, there, there wasn't a whole lot of standout stuff there. Uh, yeah. Bowman, uh, had some incident, you know, had a very, very, very fast second? car. Yeah. I think it slid yeah, at up the time, the very fast car. I think he won one, at least one, maybe two stage wins. Yeah. Um, and the car just stepped out on him and uh, kind of backed it in the fence and ultimately wasn't competitive after that, which sucks because I think he would have been right up there with yeah. Chase battling for the win. Yeah. Um, another thing with, with Chase winning Wednesday night as well as the, the truck bounty race beforehand, um, he basically he becomes well first off he broke an 11 year year streak set by Kyle Busch um the, the let's see here sorry reading the stat uh, eight times a driver's won an NASCAR Truck Series event and then the Cup Series in the same week and that they've all been by Kyle Busch except for now Chase oh wow yeah so he's the uh, basically been the only one to to break that streak of okay Kyle. so awesome. hat tip to chase
1: yeah absolutely absolutely let's uh let's go on to the race i actually really want to talk about bristol i'm glad they fixed bristol a couple years ago cuz it's been phenomenal since then and this has been an exciting race uh, or this was an exciting race um so let's let's t- so who was our winner for bristol Brad kozlowski so let's talk about how we got there okay so it started off. Hamlin was actually had a decent little lead, and he got in the marbles and slid up and hit the wall. And then Logano and Chase go flying in under, and Logano slid up and hit the mm-hmm. wall, and then Chase got around and got first. Um, and then a little bit later, uh, on another restart, Chase and Logano was battling. And this is the ultimate in- the, uh, outcome. Yes. Okay. So Chase, you know, dive bombs essentially. I don't know if I would even call it die bombing. He went in. He had a strong car. He just it just didn't hold its line. It slid up. Him, Logano got together into the wall. Keselowski gets past and gets gets the victory.
2: Yeah, the yellow did not come out. Which the, both cars kept going. Both kept going. Yeah. It didn't really seem to be putting down a lot of debris. debris yeah, I agree. I think I, I honestly moment, think it was the right call. I in the, think. Yeah, in the moment I was like, "Where's the yellow?" Yeah. But after going back, I was like. No, it's yeah. pretty consistent. They didn't yeah. really need one. Yeah. Uh, neither neither car spun. But you know, Kozowski was there to capitalize, man, so you know, it's basically two wins in Yeah. Two weeks essentially. Yeah, exactly. They weren't back to back races. But Con- I mean
1: congrats to Brad. Uh but what I really want to talk about is Chase. That's four weeks in a row. He is continuing for the win.
2: Yeah, and I'm just gonna go out and say this. I do think Logano maybe had a little bit stronger car there. Sure. I don't think, you know, without Chase moving him, you know, uh, I don't know that Chase was going to come home with that victory that right there in that moment. Uh, so I think he was doing what he thought he needed to do to be aggressive, and I just don't think the grip level was there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it and is you make
1: what a it is. Po- you make a good point. Um, and I, LeGon probably would have won that. Um, again, I just, I'm just i I'm surprised because we, we've seen the last year and a half, two years from Hendrick where they just blew, right? And to see Bowman be strong, Byron's been strong for him. Johnson finished third at Bristol, and then for Chase to potentially at least be challenging for a win four mm-hmm. races in a row.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely good strides by that team. Yeah. Um, and I think that you know this weekend in Atlanta, we'll still we're still going to see yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So why am I bringing this up, Lugs? Is because I
1: see people on Twitter. Saying that Chevy has an advantage over Toyota because they switched the nose this year. <laughs> Here we go again. Every year when a manufacturer makes some kind of change, it's, oh, this one's got a you know advantage now because of this. Blah 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 blah. Every just God, dang! I I get tired of it. I uh,
2: I don't I don't agree with that. The people on Twitter. I think it's if anything, I think that Toyota maybe has the least competitive. We've seen them. It's a competitive start to a year. Yeah. Um,
1: I guarantee whenever Joe or are winning half the races in a year, not, those people weren't I bitching. Don't
2: think she- I don't think Chevy has any an advantage by any means. I think Ford's right there with them. Um, well, hell, we've seen
1: Keslowski win two. Logano's won two. Harvick. Harvick, exactly. So, I mean, they've won more than half the races this year, right? Ford has. Hamlin
2: won Toyota, or the Daytona 500. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody's won, so shut your damn mouths. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. 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 Yes, Hendrick has been competitive. Yes, Ganassi's been semi-competitive with Kurt Busch. I say semi. Childers has shown some speed, but it's not like they're finishing 1 th- through 10.
2: No, so. no. Yeah, definitely not. But um, I'll tell you what, though. On Bristol, Christopher Belford is ninth. Bubba Wallace, 10th. Um, hat tip to those guys. William Byron, 8th. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Redick. Redick has been performing well. I'm really impressed with John Hunter Nemechek. The rookies have really been – we didn't really hear too much out of Custer the last two weeks. but um,
1: Actually, longer than that. Custer's the forgotten guy this year, I feel like. Well,
2: he, you know, he's had a couple good runs, just not really with these back-to-back races, it seems like. So, right now, he does seem to be kind of the bottom performer. But, um, nonetheless, man, I'm really happy for all these rookies that they're seeing some success and not just completely getting yeah and effed. By yeah, competition like
1: and John Hunter doing as well as he is in that car I'm you no know, it's you know it, I'm not going to lie at the beginning of the season I kind go of You go buy your skeg. Uh I would like to have property where I would need a skag <laughs> first. Um so well, now I lost my damn train of thought. Oh uh, going into this I thought John Hunter was going to be a bottom feeder Me of, too, the, man. of the rookie of the year Candace but he's right there. Yeah. So keep yeah. knocking off competitive you know top 15s. Good for those guys. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but overall I thought Bristol was a fun race.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was, man. Um A lot of excitement. Yeah. I couldn't really ask for much more out of it.
1: Yeah, and now let's talk about this the guy who's running second place. The last time he had an issue at Bristol, he's running first. Blaney.
2: Mm, ouch yeah yeah
1: so blaney Dude, the race. so i almost
2: a- picked him from my power i from did for my uh fantasy, fantasy i picked him yes. and i didn't because i had flash oh. i had flashbacks of the last bristol race where he was leading Le- and crashed yeah. into somebody and that yeah. wasn't his fault someone crashed up ahead of him but this time he crashed yeah. on his own man yeah man. but he
1: didn't hit anything he was just sitting there and then freaking Ty, Ty Dillon. Dillon. It's like he, if you look at the Ty's reaction, it was a late reaction. and He couldn't miss Blaney. It like, I think damn. he
2: thought Blaney was going to stay down, down. Oh, yeah. a little bit further and he was going to be able to sneak through by the wall yeah. and Blaney came back up just enough to where that wasn't going to be the case. Yeah.
1: It's completely annihilated that front of that car.
2: Yeah, unfortunately. I,
1: I feel for Blaney because he needs to get that monkey off his back and get that win this yeah, year.
2: Yeah, so let's talk about who is going to be our next first-time winner for this season.
1: First-time winner for, this season, for the overall. season, not overall. Not uh, overall. Man, I, Blaney's been tough. It's hard not to say Blaney. Um,
2: you got Turex, Johnson I'm maybe, going Johnson, Kyle.
1: I think Johnson. Johnson's been having a good season, too, for him. Uh, I'm going to go – oh, I forgot. Kyle hasn't won one. Holy shit. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I'm going to go stick with Johnson. I'll stick with Johnson. Really? Maybe it'll be this weekend, Atlanta. He likes Atlanta.
2: I think it'll be Kyle or Blaney. Picking it out of those two is difficult because we know Kyle can pull something out of nothing, and Blaney seems to have everything that he needs yeah. and can't get it across the finish line first. So, I think for that reason, man, I gotta go, Kyle. Are you choosing Kyle for I'm this choosing,
1: week? Uh, no, for fantasy. Okay. I actually, man, I even
3: thought about it.
2: Um, okay. <laughs> okay. We'll get to it in a few. Yeah. I have to think about it.
1: We'll get to it after our Spencer Boyd and John Morrissey interview. John from Richmore.
2: Yeah. Uh, we also have some we also had an Xfinity race. Yeah, at again, Bristol.
1: A very fun, exciting race.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed that. Um got to see <laughs> Noah Gregson win. Oh uh,
1: controversial. Had, yep,
2: had to move his teammate out of the way, which
1: yeah. now, I would make the argument that Al came down on Noah.
2: So you don't feel it was intentional.
1: I do not feel it was intentional and I watched the replay a couple times. I really feel like Al came down and
2: See to me it seems almost like a little bit like the Chase Logano thing, like you know, Gregson threw it in there yeah. and didn't have the – and he even said in his interview, Yeah, I don't think he'd seen the replay yet, but, you know, he said I, the grip wasn't there. And he,
1: I mean, he took blame for it and he apologized. I just 100% – I'm not 100% so it was Gregson's fault. I never, I, s- I never really
2: saw a comment from Allgaier. Did you?
1: No, I just seen a comment from his wife. Uh-oh. About when whenever you're racing someone on the inside or when someone's racing on the inside of you, you have to have trust in them, especially if it's your teammate something mm-hmm. like that calling Gregson out.
2: Goodness. I did not see that was that on Twitter. Yeah, I think it was on Twitter. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see anything from Al Geyer comment wise. I'm sure he was frustrated and I think honestly he would have he was the car to beat aside from that. Um yeah. he would let a lot of laps, but just sucks. Um uh, I never did you ever see anything from Junior? I'm sure he wasn't happy.
1: I am sure he was not happy, but I did not see anything from Junior. Well, what
2: can you do, man? I mean, you got it would suck even worse if they both got taken out. But yeah. But at least yeah. one of your cars did win the race. Yeah. So you can't be too mad, but at the same time, like, it is frustrating.
1: So let's talk about his celebration, Gregson's celebration.
2: Climbing the fence?
1: Well, everything. I thought it was long and draw it out. I'm like, come on. come on, Noah. Let's get on the ball a little yeah. bit. He's such, he tries to be such a show-off, showman, yeah. funny, goofy guy. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, he kept, like, waving to the fans that were obviously were not there and <laughs> stuff like that. So it's like, come on now.
2: Yeah. Uh, so um, we can, in, in very early, like lap three, maybe lap five, we saw Ross Chastain have a flat tire and, and go around. Favorite,
1: and your favorite was involved with that, Michael and that.
2: My favorite? Yeah. Not my favorite.
1: Yeah, he, yeah, it is. you talk about them all the time.
2: No, I do talk about him, <laughs> but not f- for being my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you had a flat, I think, right or left front and spun around. And yeah. kind of the same thing with Blaney and Ty, man. Just uh, mm-hmm. wasn't that big enough gap there in between the wall and the car. And Annette just clobbered the crap out of them. And both of the car. well, actually, Annette was done at that point. Yeah, but uh, thing did come out, back yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And big call out for our buddy.
2: Yeah, Vinny man. Vinny, twelfth. So I know the qualifying was a random draw, but I think he started fourteenth, which was yep. awesome. And yep. dude, he was pretty much right there. He yep. he was up in the top ten for a while. He yep. got a call out by Kyle and uh, Kurt in the, and the they were, you yep. know, commentating from the booth and they both, you know, called him out. On his his run, man. So, I just want to say, awesome job for, for yeah, Vinny. Yeah, I seen him
1: drop back a little bit, but then he worked his way back up again. Yeah. So, I was glad to see him actually be able to make moves, and, and, and good for him. And I actually texted him yesterday saying, like, dude, badass run. And he's like, oh, thanks, man. You know, I appreciate it. So, Vinny, we're still watching you, buddy. We're still rooting for you. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah,
2: absolutely, man. It's... Glad to see that team finally get that. And BJ actually finished eleventh, yeah. I think. Yeah, right in front of him. It was
1: actually a big day for a couple of smaller teams. You have Brandon Brown. Yeah, Brandon he was finished up there eighth. Yep. And mm-hmm. then you have Jeremy Clements, who finished I think ninth.
2: Yeah. So hat tip to all those guys, Heck man. that's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
1: When David can go out and slay Goliath, you know, it's I'm a huge fan of that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. Which and we'll
1: get to that in our Spencer Boyd interview about how he was able to step up and take home a victory.
2: I just thought that that the overall Xfinity race was just awesome, man. I I, uh, I don't know. I really I really, awesome. I really enjoyed. Awesome. Yeah, obviously, Xfinity's put on a great package, but I was really happy to see. Again, I'm not trying to shit on Kyle Busch here, but I was glad to see he wasn't on the entry list for that race. I know yeah. it was a dash for cash race, but um, you know it just proves we don't need any any cup guys to yeah. step down to that series yeah. to have a good product. Cause that was a, if anything, I think them stepping down and then whipping the field like they sometimes do devalues it.
1: Okay. So you brought that up and it reminded me of another conversation i seen on Twitter. I literally, I am so fit. I want to delete social media, but I'll tell you right now why I don't delete social media. I'm super close. This it's week. cause of, of this podcast, that's the only reason I'm keeping social media yeah. is is to have that. If it wasn't for us talking about things on the podcast, I, I would delete this shit. I'm so tired of seeing it. But race fans are some of the worst fans. Mm-hmm. So someone started bitching about how Alma Dinger was in the race. God, what a ringer! He's been he's done 300 something cup starts. Blah blah blah. I'm like, are you a freaking idiot? Who cares if he done 300 cup starts? He's not a cup driver anymore. Right. What, who cares? I mean, should Elliott Sadler not went back down because he was a cup driver at one time?
2: So was Allgaier.
1: Exactly. I mean, there's so many guys who have raced in cup races that are Xfinity regulars or whatever. Right. Shut the hell up. Like Ross, for example. Mm-hmm. Look how many stars Ross has now in the Cup Series. Yeah. Same damn thing. Shut your mouth. Well, and just er, shit like that just pisses me off. Er,
2: just because everybody has a thought doesn't mean they need to put it out there, but they think they do. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just uh, you know excited for Xfinity ra- uh, racing. Man, it's uh, some some good racing product that they're putting on, and can't wait to see the rest of the season. Um, we did hear Pocono's not gonna have fans, but I did hear that potentially, man. Did you hear this? That maybe Talladega might have limited fans. I did hear for the race. And
1: we just I think just canceled our tickets, didn't we?
2: Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna be able to make it. Just for work yeah, reasons Yeah sure, sure. um,
1: And I don't think I can either So,
2: But just saying You know It's cool to see Maybe some fans Trickling back into You know That might be able to Attend some of those races
1: Yep That's awesome Seeing that
2: stuff Open back up um, Some big news We talk a, a little bit About it in the uh, In our interview Coming up here shortly um, But Nashville man Nashville yeah. Super Speedways back
1: Yeah So here's People get confused Nashville's actually Got two tracks That's correct So, a lot of people get confused on that. We have the Fairgrounds, which is a short track. Then we have the Super Speedway, which is obviously bigger.
2: Correct. Uh, So, the
1: Super Speedway is where the Xfinity Series is racing up until, like, what? 2012? 10, 11, maybe. Yeah, somewhere around there.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But the ultimate goal is to get... The Cup Series to the fairgrounds. Yes, but there's or a at lot least a national area. But there's a lot of renovations needed yep. there. Yep. Ongoing legal issues. Baby steps, there's right? A, there's a soccer complex that's they're battling against. Yep. All kinds of stuff. So, so, so
1: why not put a why not put a race there? A Cup race there in the national area to see the economic impact. Hey, look, that's what they're doing, right? Now they can prove. Look, you guys need a race here.
2: Yeah, yeah. Put your foot in the door. Yep. So. Yeah, exciting man. I mean that's a little over two hours for us. Yeah. I, uh, I I'm, I'm just gonna
1: say it now. If it if the next year we're going.
2: Oh I was gonna say I'm pretty confident to say that we'll be yeah. trying to make an appearance there as soon as that's one I do think we'll have to buy tickets to if, as soon as they're released because I think that'll sell out.
1: You're you're probably right. I'm sure a lot of people I'm I'm Except sure being, lot people, being an inaugural
2: race at least.
1: Yes. And I'm trying to think of like the geographic area, like where it's located as a high population area. I think, yeah, I, I think, think you
2: get a lot of people from Tennessee alone. Oh yeah, exactly. Let alone, you know, and Ohio. I think there's going
1: to be a lot of NASCAR, ce- or excuse me, a uh, country music celebrities
2: there too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we need to do our best to make it there and we'll have to try to do that. Um, June, correct? Yeah. So about a year that's, from that's now. That's what they're thinking. It's June, June yeah. from, from now. Um, so yeah, man, I'm I'm excited for that. What does this mean for next year's schedule? Obviously, we know Dover's losing one of their cup races. Right. Dover owns Nashville. Nashville. So goodbye to one of the Dovers. Early race or fall race? Which one is going to go away? Because mm. right now Dover is a playoff race, or did they remove it?
1: I don't remember. I can't. I can't keep what I ate. Two hours ago, straight. <laughs> so let alone the okay, schedule.
2: so your NASCAR, which one are you removing? Probably the fall one. Okay, um, and and will we see further changes? I mean, going back to the the geographic area, right? We've got Kentucky, not too far from mm-hmm. from there. We've got Indianapolis north. Of I can there. I can
1: see almost a Kentucky slash Nashville races being close to because the geographic location being close to the same time frame. Um, and maybe be able to try to just go from one town to the other.
2: So you don't think I, they'll axe Kentucky? You think they'll try to get, just get I think closer? right
1: now they'll keep it, but I wouldn't be surprised if by 2022 Kentucky's axed. Okay. I think it'll be there next year. I don't know if it'll be after that. Okay. Um, I, I think they've learned a lot from this COVID stuff on things they can do. So I would not be shocked if we started seeing some Monday night Xfinity races, and I would not be shocked to see an occasional midweek NASCAR Cup race either.
2: Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that scares me about that is some people have come out and said the ratings were not what they'd hoped for. So I think that might be the only roadblock to that. Um, I hope it happens, if that's what they want to happen. But if that means more racing, that is. But I don't know ratings wise if if it's what they wanted to see. Sure. Um I don't have any other news. That's about all I've got as well, man. So uh okay. we do have our interview with um yep. John Spencer and we also have our fantasy points yep. to go through.
1: So let's go ahead and knock out the interview again. Uh we've already talked to them. I'm just gonna throw it in here. Uh fantastic. Again Spencer Boyd um you'll hear you'll hear him talk in the interview but uh I think John's got a winner there working with Spencer. So here's the interview, folks. Hey, everyone. We are joined by John from Richmar Flores, who's joined us once before, and the wonderful, great Spencer Boyd. How you doing, guys?
0: We're good. Doing great.
1: How are <laughs> This is going to be a very unique call because we are doing basically a three-way call here, so there might be some delays. Um, sorry for us being not technology-advanced people, uh, so we're doing old-fashioned phone lines. Uh, so just bear with us on this, everybody. <laughs> All right, so it's, uh, so Spencer, John, you guys have a great business relationship going on. Like, how did that get kicked off?
0: I'm going to let Spencer field that one because uh, <laughs> he's the one that kind of reached out to me, so I think he could probably tell the story a little bit better than I could.
3: Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it kind of goes back to, uh, to last year, and, um, you know, we met each other at Pocono and, um, you know, talked about, uh, you know, getting on my race car and, and what we could do together and uh, promote Richmar and and have some fun um then uh out of the blue um we partnered up for my first uh cup race at Michigan which uh ended in, uh, in a crash so uh, that was exciting <laughs> and uh, a lot of tv time out of that and uh, just the conversations you know grew um you know Jonathan loves motorsports um he's involved in uh virtual and real racing and uh, it's so cool to, you know, uh, grow that partnership, um, get involved with a company that loves racing as much as you do. Um, it's easy to talk about. Um, we have fun. And, and it's not just business. You know, uh, his daughter comes out to the races and, uh, you know, it's just a whole family atmosphere. So I uh, like that, like working with family-owned companies. So uh, that led to us doing more stuff together this year. Uh, we'll be debuting uh, our uh, Richmar Florist number 20 at Dover, uh, which there's a lot of cool stuff going on with Richmar at Dover. And uh, I got a uh, custom uh, fire suit, so you'll be seeing that at a lot of races as well. So uh, just a really fun partnership, and uh, we text each other a couple times a week, so uh, we have a lot of fun.
1: That's good. And talk about that fire suit. I think we caught a glimpse of it already on Twitter, I think it was, didn't we?
3: Yeah, so uh, my buddy... He's like, man, that that fire shoot is uh, really cool, man. I'm like, yeah, you know, I've never had one with such bright colors. And uh, I think this is uh, different and cool. And I think it's going to stand out uh, when we're at driver intros and things like that. So can't wait for the fans to see it and the fans to get back to the racetrack. But uh, it debuted on a TikTok, a little white video. uh, So you'll see it here uh, at some races real soon. And uh, it it stands out. I love it. Um, And and it fits real good. So uh, I haven't put on too many (laughs)
1: Yeah, I think we all became a, a guilty of that. It's been a rough. I, don't, I lost track of time now. Has it been eight weeks, nine weeks? Yeah, who, who knows? It's been too yeah, it's damn been long. Too long. So, uh, you know, what kind of big plans you guys got coming up soon?
0: Definitely Dover. You know, like Spencer said. I mean, uh, you know, we we um, we had talked about Miami. He and I agreed to move it to Dover, uh, which is awesome for me. I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, Dover in a little bit but um i'm excited you know his whole crew has uh crew shirts uh they got some really slick uh crew shirts we've got um hats uh spencer left the point that he needs a flat uh, brim hat (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i got him one um because i like them and uh it was the only flat brim hat in the order but um Uh, You know, it's exciting. Uh, We we did some fun stuff. You know, we kind of announced the partnership. Um, Spencer reached back out to me, you know, this year. And, um, you know, like you said, we met each other last year. I wasn't quite ready to do it um, last year. And um, business has kind of grown. Our our presence in motorsports has grown. And um, I couldn't pick a better partner um you know then spencer and, and the group of guys that i i have affiliated with me um they really buy into our brand and, and they're just wonderful brand ambassadors so um it's exciting i think we're going to be on your ride a couple more times i think we're going to be on miami is that right yeah
3: so uh, you guys will be on at uh, miami pocono and uh, the primary paint scheme at dover so uh, we're pretty excited about that uh, we got some Uh, slick race suit obviously and crew shirts and uh, the guys love the hats and uh, you know Jonathan goes all out Um, image is really important which I love that Um, you love when sponsors can uh, grasp that idea and uh, outfit all the guys and uh, people pay attention to that so uh, you want to look the part and uh, obviously we want to get a good result on the racetrack and uh, there's uh, some good tracks coming up for us so we're excited about that.
1: All right. That's great. And talk about Dover. That's what you say. You're going to be your full, the full sponsor there, John. Uh, tell us a bit of news that you have about Dover.
0: Yeah. So it'll be, you know, official announcement on Friday and, um, Spencer has been great. I've been, uh, bouncing some things off of him. Um, basically, you know, the partnership kind of came out of social media. Um, you know, as our presence has kind of grown in motorsports and, um, and, and Garrett Smithley had a great running in that first I race, I noticed that Dover started following us and, um, I reached out to them and said, you know, who does your flowers? You know, would you want to partner with somebody who's in NASCAR? And their response was like instantaneous. I had a response within 30 minutes. Um, I had a meeting right away. We, we kind of went back and forth on what each of us needs and, and some things that they weren't doing that we can enhance for their uh, clientele and um, and their uh, guests that they're entertaining. So I think it's a, it's a win-win for us. It's great to partner. Um, you know with the monster mile brand and um, and now Spencer's moving that up there I, I did I did uh, let uh, Dover know that today as well too. so um, that was kind of cool and um, it, it's really neat you know we we work with Pocono Raceway as you guys know um, but this is an even bigger sponsorship opportunity for us to really get paired up with another track and to have a, a you know a, a big presence there and I couldn't be more excited and uh, it, it really, has nothing to do with me. If it isn't for guys like Spencer, Josh Belecki, Garrett Smithley, um, you know all those guys, if they don't have the success out there on the track and off the track, I don't share in that success. So I, I do all those guys quite a bit because of the things that they do for me and um, how great brand ambassadors they are.
1: Fantastic. And it's funny we were talking about Dover and some huge news came out yesterday related to Dover. Um, so Dover owns Nashville super speedway and we found out we're going to have a cup race next year, at Nashville super speedway. So maybe you have a foot in the door there possibly.
0: I think so. I, I was, I text Spencer last week. I'm like, Hey, you know, you're never going to believe this. Somebody called me about, uh, you know, a cup race in Nashville. Isn't that right? Spencer? Yeah, you did. And I was like, Oh man, I've heard about this, but, uh, I don't know how close that is to uh, being real. And then boom, shock. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It was kind of just like that, you know? Um, so yes. Um, as soon as Dover kind of sorts out, Dover is a great, uh, a great track to be affiliated with. Um, they're going to probably defer to a lot of their, their current partners, you know, to say, Hey, this is the opportunity we're going to have in Nashville. You know, do you want in on it? So, um, it's a great opportunity for me because that could add a third track, uh, partnership for us. And, um, I know it's a little far distance wise. Um, you know, so we're going to talk about it and see if it's something, uh, we can help them out with, but, uh, Spencer knows I'm pretty excited about that, and he's never been to Nashville, so, um, I'm hoping I can get down there with him next year.
1: You mean never been to Nashville, the track, or you never been to the city?
3: <laughs> Neither. I've never been to, uh, the racetrack, and I've uh, driven through Nashville, so seen, what? seen the, uh, horizon, but, um. I haven't actually got to stop there. A lot huh? of late nights traveling uh, from St. Louis, where I grew up, to uh, to North Carolina to race.
1: I'm just going to lay this out there. What the hell? <laughs> Nashville. Okay, so you, you're from St. Louis. Um, so, you ever heard of Evansville, Indiana? We're, we're like two hours due east of St. Louis. Uh, I haven't. Okay, so we're like literally two hours due uh, east of St. Louis, and... You know, we're Cardinals fans. We have a dirt track here. Uh, Hobstot stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, so Nashville is only two hours south of us. So we're literally two hours from Gateway, two hours from Nashville. This this is a huge deal for us. And I cannot believe if you live that close to Nashville that you've never been in Nashville. It is a party city.
3: <laughs> well, I definitely need to visit. I love country music. It's definitely my style. So uh, I'd love to get out there. I, I spent a lot of weekends uh racing growing up so i didn't really go on many vacations but it's definitely on the bucket list
1: so talk about the country music i kind of took that you may be more of a southern kind of guy at heart and what i mean by that um, i'm a big gun fan and i have seen that besides the great sponsor rich mar you've had other like gun related sponsors such as uh, uh grunt style or uh, spikes recently um, so you've, you've really been a great, great brand ambassador for these pretty big companies, at least are big companies to me.
3: Yeah, it's, uh, it's been fun, you know, building the Spencer Boyd brand, uh, kind of, you know, I went to school for marketing, um, <clears throat> really, you know, as soon as I got out of school and, and I was selling cars and trying to break into NASCAR and racing some NASCAR races part time for a couple of years, um, you know, building the brand was key and for me, you know, uh, veteran-owned companies, Made in America products, family-owned companies, just kind of uh, the good old boy type deal. Um, you know, grew up hunting, fishing. Uh, a lot of my cousins and grandparents were in the military. So uh, to be able to raise awareness for them, um, hang out and, and work with like-minded people, uh, it's been good. Uh, obviously, people know that uh, I like to go, you know, uh, shoot guns, hang out, something my dad and I have always done. Uh, we're pretty competitive at it uh going bass fishing things like that um it's always been uh, around family for me um, and that's what's kind of tied me to the great outdoors uh, definitely a country music guy uh, but really uh you know rodeos things like that that's really what has tied all my partnerships together and I just happen to be the guy that wears a flat bill so sometimes <laughs> uh, people misjudge it <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I would agree with that i would agree with that and john i don't mean to hijack this uh call but uh since we started talking about guns and stuff i got real excited um so spencer you say you're a big hunter and stuff what's the what's the biggest buck you shot
3: well uh i've been really fortunate i'll be honest and uh, my dad's super jealous um one of my great partners is uh record rack deer feed Um, And Record Rack Deer Feed is a product that obviously, you know, grows the antlers larger, but uh, makes deer healthier. Um, Obviously, that's a a big sport out there, uh, especially down in Texas and, uh, you know, in the southeast and things. So uh, it's been a great partnership that I've had for a couple of years. Um, What really tied me to them is uh, they do this event uh, called Bucks for the Brave, where we uh, take veterans and police officers uh, retired. And take them out on the hunt of a lifetime. And through that, I've made some really cool connections. And I got to go down and uh, harvest a pretty large buck, uh, 180-inch, like 24-inch wide uh, buck down in uh, South Texas. So um, really fun time for me. Uh, But it's really about the people and the connecting and, um, you know, giving back to those veterans. And I've just got to uh, be a part of some cool stuff.
1: That's that is that's awesome. I lived in a I lived in the Houston area for a while, and uh, I had a deer lease in East Texas. One thing about the Texas deer is that they may have huge antlers, but their bodies are not the biggest.
3: <laughs> that's right, man. It, it depends where you are and uh, what they're feeding them. And yeah. you know, growing up in Missouri, right there on the Mississippi, uh, in St. Louis, uh, right there next mm-hmm. to Illinois, there's some really big bucks. Uh, you kind of get spoiled. But uh, like I said, you know, it's really about family. Uh, Hunting is a lot like racing. Uh, You go out there and uh, you're not going to harvest animals as as much as you like or you're not going to win races as much as you like. So it's about uh, enjoying that time in the great outdoors, uh, enjoying what you're doing and finding a way to, uh, you know, connect with someone. So for me, it was uh, connecting with my dad, you know, growing up racing. That was really competitive. Um, you know, we kind of held each other to a pretty high standard, wanting to win national championships and my parents were putting a lot of dollars in it. So hunting was something that was a little more low key, a little more, uh, I'm not going to say more fun. Obviously I loved racing, but, um, it was a little more loose and, uh, that's something that we've kept uh, going on. And, uh, through my racing career, I've been able to uh, go out hunting with veterans and do some cool stuff. And, um, through that, that's really built my brand and, uh, allowed more partners uh, in that business, I wouldn't necessarily say I seek out, uh, those specific companies, but it's definitely, uh, led me in that, uh, in that direction and, and it's been good with the NASCAR fan base.
1: That's awesome. Now, John, uh, do you do any kind of hunting or, uh, gun or firearm activities?
0: No, I don't. Um, so I'm, I'm more of a city guy. Um, the Lehigh Valley is a little more metro. Um, my wife's family is, is big into that. They, uh, they never took me. <laughs> so, uh. I'll have to count on Spencer Boyd taking me out one of these times fishing or something. I'll I'll probably say, like, we we should probably start with something like that, something simple. But um, (laughs) I think it's cool what he does. I I, I see that he gets to do all these these fun things. And, like, wow, that's, you know, it's pretty cool. I mean, he he deserves it. He he puts his time in. He takes care of his sponsors. So um, he deserves to go out there and have a little bit of fun.
1: Spencer, you're going to have your work cut out for you. What's that? See, you're going to have your work cut out for you. Get John out there to do stuff. You better watch your back. (laughs)
3: man uh definitely i i love fishing um bass fishing i I do that a lot more than i do hunting uh to be honest um you know i do a lot at the race shop and working on marketing and uh it's nice to go out and you know do a little bass fishing uh kick back and and think about different ideas and different videos and uh, that's kind of my place to uh chill out so i would love to uh, take jonathan out there Um, it's not always super successful catching a lot of fish but uh (laughs) It's sitting out in the outdoors, and uh, right now it's 87 degrees in Charlotte, so I don't recommend it. Today. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. I think it's 92 here in Indiana. Uh, but the best thing about fishing, John, just so you know, isn't catching the fish. It's being with your buddies and drinking beer.
0: I think I can handle
1: that. Yeah, Then then you're already a fisherman, as long as you can lie, too. <laughs> Um, so I'd say, John, think you've made one of the best business decisions that you can make hiring a, not only a driver, but a marketing guru to represent your brand.
0: Yeah. He's always come up with something. He's always come up with something different. Like I've seen so many of those wipe down videos now. I was like, uh, <laughs> I, I think, Quinn Hoff just had one on. I'm like, Oh, what a copier. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Uh, so he, he's always, he's always thinking, um, I don't ask I just he just does you know um, and I think that um, when I talked to him the first time he's like you know if you come on board with me I'm gonna over deliver and um, he has definitely been true to his word on that for sure so we did the you know the, the cool video to tease the fire suit we did um, some virtual uh, flower arrangements when nobody could do anything uh, that was pretty cool to see so he, he's always come up with something we did some fun giveaways he's helping build our brand and, um, I, I appreciate every
2: minute of it. Cool, yeah. Man. Cool. I, I got a question for you, Spencer. Uh, tell us a little bit kind of what's it, what was it like after having the hiatus from racing due to all this Corona stuff and then stepping back into the truck at Charlotte? Like, how was that? You know, was, was it, was it did it take it to a different level? Did it, was it business as normal? Tell us a little bit about how it felt to step back in the truck after that extended hiatus.
3: Yeah, you know, I think everyone, uh, was really anxious, you know, as a driver, you're super anxious to get back in the, in the race truck. And, and obviously, you know, you got a little bit of nerves cause you start thinking about, uh, how different it's going to be than normal, uh, based on procedures, you know, no qualifying, no practice, you know, um, what's going to happen. And we got to watch the cup guys and the Xfinity guys. And you're like, okay, it's not that bad. You know, everyone kind of got going in your head. You're like, okay, who am I starting around? Is everyone going to wreck on Mm. the first lap? Like, uh, what do we got going on? You got people going to the racetrack that have never been there. Uh, but really, you know, everyone at this level is a professional. Everyone wants to finish the race. Everyone wants to perform for their sponsor. So, uh, we're all pulling the rope in the same direction, but obviously, uh, there's kinks in the chain sometimes, but, uh, I was so excited to get back. Um, obviously NASCAR, uh, applaud them for what they're doing. Um, they're making it safe for all of uh, the crew guys and everyone. And that's, you know, that's the first thing, um, you got to make sure, uh, you're not spreading things around. Uh, obviously this COVID deal is no joke, uh, kind of shut everything down for a while, but, uh, we had some virtual racing, um, did a lot of fun stuff, brought on some new partners, and I'm not going to say it was business as usual. It's definitely tough times, but um, excited to get back racing. Uh, great to see the TV viewership for NASCAR. And, and I feel like the whole country as a whole is excited about sports. Um, I think everyone realized uh, you can't take those things for granted. And as an athlete, uh, you definitely can't take it for granted. Uh, it's so weird not going to the racetrack. And I've spent the last, uh, you know, <laughs> four or five years of my life traveling 25 plus weekends a year and doing racing and sponsorship stuff. And I was stuck at the house for like nine or 10 weeks. And I'm like, wow, I'm, I'm really lucky because I'm getting sick and tired of the scenery. <laughs> <laughs>
2: right. Right. Puts it in perspective for sure. Um, so getting ready for that first race, do you, did you prepare anyway with like uh, simulators? Do you do iRacing anything like that?
3: I'm definitely on iRacing. Jonathan, uh, can tell you my ability on iRacing is not the greatest, <laughs> uh, but I, I get out there and I do my thing. And uh, my buddy, uh, longtime friend, Josh Balicki is uh, amazing on iRacing. He's a great race car driver. And uh, it's cool that uh, he's partnered with Rich Mar and and Garrett and I have known each other a long time. So we got a really good group of guys out there growing the brand together and trying to think outside the box. But virtually I came in last, um, <laughs> but I'm the only one out of the three to have an NASCAR win. So Um, At the end of the day, uh, we're all working really hard, but I'm like, all right, y'all take those successes, and I'll take this, and uh, uh, we'll meet in the middle, but they all coached me a little bit. Um, I did a lot of laps on iRacing getting ready for Charlotte. Um, Felt like it helped visually it really helps so you can see the cones and see your lift points and and kind of get things dialed in but nothing compares to the real thing
2: right that's true great sure
1: if you ever get bored on thursday nights we do have a reckoning racing iRacing league i just <laughs> want to throw that out there so if you ever bored want to jump in with about 15 other guys you're more than welcome to join us
3: well based on the name i think i'm qualified <laughs> well that,
1: that's why we named it that is because it's exactly named after me it's uh uh, I it's rough. I, I suck. I am by far the worst racer I know on iRacing. racing. So, so while well, a moment ago, Spencer, you made me giggle a little bit. You're talking about all of your competitors and you know, everybody's a professional. Um, so it made me just think about an incident that happened one Kentucky afternoon. Uh, I, you know where I'm going with this? Uh, with a uh, certain female racer, um, took your hat and threw it off. Did not seem very professional at that time. Uh, so kind of tell us about what happened there and what happened afterwards.
3: Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> the, one of my most famous moments, I guess, uh, and, and really, uh, it goes back to, uh, an incident on the racetrack, Kentucky. Um, we were having a little bit of a rough day and, uh, had a restart there, got fresh tires, um, and, and passed like eight people in two laps. And I was like on a rail and I'm like, wow, confidence goes through the roof and, um, went down. Kentucky kind of has a flat apron to where you can kind of go off the racing surface and, and pass people and come back up, uh, similar to like Kansas and Chicago and places like that. Um, and I cleared myself <laughs> right across Natalie Decker's uh, left front. And uh, unfortunately uh, I hit the wall really hard. Uh, so I, re- I recall that every day, um, but uh, ruined her day and, uh, and got my buddy Jordan Anderson in there as well. And, you know, we're all out there fighting really hard. we got crew guys that work really hard. So you hate to tear stuff up, but uh, it is what it, it is. Happens. After, it happens. It happens. You know, you yeah. can't go back and change it. Uh, after I got released from the infield care center, I was walking back, and uh, my PR guy, good buddy Josh, uh, was with me, and we were walking back, and he's like, what do you think? I'm like, man, uh, I don't even want to see my crew guys when I get back. It's like, I feel bad. is a bummer. That truck's destroyed. And uh, we're walking up and I see Natalie Decker standing at the end of her hauler and I got to walk by and I'm like, Oh man, <laughs> like, this is not good. I'm not ready for this. And uh, she like stops me like, Hey, you know, and I'm not just going to walk by and um, she want to have a conversation. And she did a lot of the talking and uh, I did a whole lot of listening. And uh, my mama taught me that. So yep. <laughs> uh, I stood there and she flipped my hat off. And uh, I was just kind of like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> What? So I bit down. I got my hat. I'm like, all right, you know, turn around and walk away. And uh, Looking back, I made the right decision. Uh, You never want to say something that you're going to regret. And uh, obviously, uh, full blame on me for the wreck. And uh, she wadded up a lot of stuff last year. And, uh, you (laughs) know, we all have those times when you're kind of having bad luck. And it seems like week after week, you're getting involved in something. So um, she was having a good day that day. And I hate I took her out. Uh, based on misjudgment. But um, from that, it's all about making the most of it. She has a really good fan base. Um, I'm really happy with uh, what we've been able to create with Spencer Boyd fan base. And, and they all start going after it on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, you know. <laughs> uh, and uh, we found a cool way to do a T-shirt, upside-down hat. And uh, all the proceeds went to uh, Bucks for the Braves. Uh, I was driving the record rack deer feed truck. Um, and uh, we were able to get some more veterans out to uh, go hunting based off of uh, misjudgment on my end and an action that she probably regrets. But um, to this day, we talk to each other. We see each other. Um, you know, we were in the back of the truck together uh, going around for driver intros at Vegas. And she's like, are you nervous to start next to me? And I'm like, I'll be honest. Like you're the last person I want to wreck. I've already been down this road. <laughs> <laughs> we're cool about it. And uh, that's the cool thing about racing. Um, there's always little incidents, but, um, as a racing family, everyone works together to uh, make the most of it.
2: Yeah,
1: that's... that was
3: right. That was right
0: around the time you and I actually met when all that happened.
3: That's right. Yeah, Pocono was my
0: first race back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. Like, oh, okay, like when I looked up, uh, you know, like your stats and stuff, and that, that was the first thing that comes up. Like, oh, all right, we're gonna ask him about this. So that, that was that was kind of cool, actually. You know, I, I, I was impressed how he handled that at that time. I don't know if I would have been. As, as laid back as you were there in that case
1: yeah it definitely took the higher road that's very very good of you uh, i mean oh you can always look in you know retrospect now that at least you've never been wrecked by a tow truck just- yeah
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i wasn't in that race at bristol and uh, i saw that and, and i felt really bad and um you know there's uh racing's tough and, and until you do it you know um, it's very easy to get frustrated sure. and and it seems like in racing, a bad day can get compounded really quickly, and uh, people are people are really tough on on drivers on social media. But it's they how are. you spin it, um, and at the end of the day, uh, as a race car driver, you got to know you're in the public eye, and you got to know there's a million people out there that would love to have the opportunity to do what you do. Um, so make the most of it and move on to the next race.
1: That's fantastic. As an athlete, saying that 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 moves mountains, and I appreciate you saying that. I uh, get tired of hearing these baseball players and football players argue over all the crap they argue over, so thank you for that.
3: Well, I grew up a baseball fan, Cardinals. Woo.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're two. Like I said, we're two hours away. We're huge Cardinals fans. Okay, well, about 90% of us are, are Cardinals fans, and we're real happy. The other 10% are Loser Cup fans, and it's just, uh, oh. you
3: know, <laughs> you know how that is. <laughs> That's right. Well, they got their one trophy,
0: so move on. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> Now it's time for the next 100 years. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so, John, you're out in the uh, well, Pennsylvania. Um, so, Lehigh Valley, is that close to Pittsburgh or Philly, or where is that in relation in the state? We,
0: we are about an hour north of Philadelphia. So, um, I actually grew up a Yankees fan. Uh, my parents were huge Yankees fans. Um, I still love the Yankees, but um, about 11 years ago, we land our our area landed the AAA affiliate of the Philadelphia Phillies the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs which i think is by the way the coolest nick uh, <laughs> team name in certainly sure. um, yeah. but um so working with them i've been partnered with them for um, before they even took the field and still am i'm still proud to say that um so working with them has kind of turned me into a Phillies fan um which the timing was just right because I work with them for different galas and stuff where they bring Phillies players in and um, actually cut Jeff Jenkins off for a drink uh, the year they won the world series. So uh, Jenkins and I ended up having a good like 20 minute conversation about all different kinds of things, which was kind of cool. And then that's the year they go out and win the world series. So um, I had become uh, a Phillies fan um, by association. My wife loves Phillies. And of course the Yankees never put any bricks in the building. So, um, you know, like he says in the, a Bronx Dale you know, Mickey Mantle gonna pay your rent, kid. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've uh, I, I've changed pinstripes per se.
1: Yeah, uh, too bad guys overspent on Bryce Harper.
0: Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I think that uh, I, I think that needs some time. Uh, I think that he is like the, the prototypical Philadelphia player. Yes, he's high profile, and yes, we probably overpaid for him, but. Um, you know, in in, uh, in this area, a lot of blue-collar people, and that's what built this area, um, they want to see hustle. And as long as you're out there hustling, diving, um, yeah, okay, you're going to strike out, but um, you can make up for it with a diving catch pretty quickly.
1: That's true. That's true. If Pennsylvania as a whole is a pretty blue-collar type state. Uh, you got to respect them for that for sure.
0: Yeah, we, we love our sports here, and we are extremely, extremely tough. You know, on sports, I know from from being a big Notre Dame fan and and going after Notre Dame in the Midwest that uh, you guys are very lax uh, on your sports. Uh, we are not afraid to boo here, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're not afraid to boo at poke no raceway either. You know, you'll uh depending on uh, who takes the lead, you'll, you'll hear some boos out there.
1: Yeah, I believe it was the Eagles game where they booed Santa Claus at one time.
0: We got that going for us. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we got our ring, uh, you know, which which was awesome. I, I didn't go to the parade because it was very close to Valentine's Day, which is an insane time for us. So, um, But uh, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. I I didn't cry, but uh, I, I was just, like, relieved. Now when I watch a game, it's like, ah, they lost, whatever. We got the ring. <laughs>
1: uh, I'm, I hate the Eagles, but we'll move on from there. I'm a Cowboys <laughs> fan. We'll move on. Uh, I so, know you are. I know you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, So, Spencer, a couple of questions for you. Uh, What's the most memorable moment you've had in your NASCAR career? Obviously, Talladega is probably it, but just in case it's not, tell our fans.
0: Yeah, I
3: think I'd be crazy not to say Talladega. Um, Really, uh, that whole weekend uh, was pretty wild. Um, That truck uh, finished fourth uh, with me uh, at at Daytona. Uh, So we knew we had a good truck going into Talladega. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to get to run Talladega. Uh, We put that sponsorship together uh, with Alabama Roofing nine days before the race. And uh, Mike over there at Alabama Roofing, uh, he's a big race fan, uh, just kind of lucked out, put that deal together, uh, got him and his wife, Cat, out to the race. And uh, I had a good feeling, I'll be honest. uh, I really felt like we had a good truck and we could contend as long as we stayed out of trouble. Uh, so I had 25 sponsors at the racetrack and, uh, <laughs> had to get hot passes from other teams and, um, then to go out there and, and get the win. Obviously second place was really good for us, um, solid day. And then the way the cards fell, uh, I saw them go below the yellow line and I'm like, Oh no, no, no. I know the rule. So I jumped up and took the push from Brett Moffitt and, uh, ultimately got the win. So, uh, was awesome. Really big deal for, uh, Young's Motorsports first win, uh, they family-owned team uh been in nascar uh, truck series for seven years so uh was an amazing experience and uh then i found out i was the first one to pull into the brand new uh, victory lane at talladega and uh, had all 25 people there and my mom and dad and um just a heck of an experience uh, i honestly think about it every day um i'm sure most drivers that have one one win to their credit think about that particular win every day and Um, So many people have helped me get to the racetrack and get to this level and a lot, a lot more have kept me here. Um, So uh, that really keeps me enthusiastic about my career and and knowing that, uh, you know, we may not contend for the win every weekend, but uh, there's certain moments and and when you do uh, make sure you and your team are ready to capitalize and um, we were able to do that that day.
2: That's awesome. Spencer, any uh, memento from that race other than the trophy? obviously that you were able to, to take home. Like, I don't know, do you get like a hood or like sheet metal if you want something off of a truck or
3: the trophy's not even at my house.
2: Oh, wow. Okay.
3: <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, we, YMS is a great family team and, and really, um, we know we're really fortunate to, to win that race. And, uh, it's more than just, uh, the driver. Uh, obviously sure. uh, I got to be the pilot that day, but, uh, that truck, is exactly the way it was off the racetrack. It's sitting on display. Uh, the week before Talladega, uh, Tyler Young had a uh, showroom built at the shop. Uh, we were getting so many fans that were stopping by and we're like, man, we need a truck to put in there. So uh, they put Gus Dean's truck on display with uh, his sponsor at the time. And, uh, it was sitting there and I told Tyler, I'm like, well, I need a truck in there on display. I got more fans than Gus. And uh, that was kind of a cocky joke. And he's like, well, if you go win, we'll put a truck in there. But until then, that one looks pretty good. I'm like, OK. And uh, we're in Victor Lane. He's like, I guess I got to roll this that, uh, Gus truck out of out of uh, the showroom. And it's sitting there. The trophies on it. Uh, please don't steal it. But uh, it's going to be mine here eventually. But uh, people stop by every week and get pictures. And uh, people were still stopping and knocking at the door. uh during quarantine to get photos and that's really cool it means a lot to me um that that day uh, an underdog won and uh people really thrived off that moment and um i i sure relive it every day so awesome. excited to bring that trophy home but the truck is still dirty with gatorade bottles and my seat and <laughs> steering wheel uh tyler made me buy new stuff he's like nothing's coming out of that truck i'm like oh, the steering wheel like it's
1: pretty
2: <laughs> cool <laughs> that's awesome
1: yeah, we've never been to Young Motorsports when we've gone to, to the Charlotte area, so that's next time we go, Lugs. That's what we're gonna have to do. Stop in there and check it out. That's awesome. So you think you think your fan base grew by how many hundreds of percent after that day?
3: <laughs> well, I've, I've been lucky to have a good fan base, and uh, we we got like twenty five hundred new followers on Twitter, um, which is cool. Uh, I know Justin Haley got like ten thousand new. followers followers on twitter when he won uh, the rain short and race at daytona in, in july so uh, hey it's truck series and it's spencer boyd so i was like that's pretty good uh relative but uh, it was awesome you know so many people were hitting me up and talking to me and uh i got 1700 text messages wow i wow. screenshotted it at 1776 because uh, i'm the eagle and i'm all america but nice, nice. Uh, it, it's crazy i heard denny hamlin say that he usually gets about 100 to 150 texts when he wins a uh, cup race. So I'm like, you know what? Uh, I got a really good group of friends. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty yeah. cool moment.
1: That's a lot of drinking buddies.
3: That's a lot, yeah. I could <laughs> buy everyone around, that's for sure. <laughs>
1: Very cool. That's that's a fantastic experience. Yeah. So there's a couple of drivers that we have good relationships with. When they get like a top 25, we text them, you know, if, like, make them feel like they won the race. <laughs>
3: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I get a lot of texts from buddies and high school friends and stuff. Uh, you know, we go finish 10th or 15th and they're all like, Hey man, that's awesome. Yeah. You know, good run. Um, uh, but winning that race, it was like, I didn't realize I knew that many people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And that's when your family starts coming out of the woodwork, your fifth cousin needs a loan and everything else. Right. It's like, like winning a lottery. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's right, man. I really felt like I won the lottery that day and um seeing that trophy every time we walk into the shop but uh, the guys are like you come to the shop every day i'm like it's not to see y'all
1: really
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all are great but uh but that's a little bit better
1: all right so, cu- we got just a couple more questions and then we'll let you guys go and we re- really appreciate you taking the time calling in um so this is going to be for both of you just some general questions so our fans can learn about you we've already kind of touched on it for you a little bit spencer but what's like your number one thing you want to do outside of racing like recreational use or, um, uh, like hunting, fishing, all that kind of stuff.
3: Yeah. You want me to answer? I
1: want both of you to answer. Yeah.
3: Okay. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll jump in. Um, you know, for me, uh, obviously growing the brand and, um, you know, helping other companies, uh, grow their brand and, and really, uh, just seeing everyone that's a part of my racing deal and enjoy themselves at the racetrack, um, and, and get people into the sport. You know, um, obviously NASCAR has a pretty, uh, older demographic uh, of fans Uh, so finding a way to bring the young kids into the sport and get them interested and uh, hopefully see the next generation of race car drivers out there wheeling go-karts and um, maybe one day i can give back and and help one make it Uh, i feel like i made it by the skin of my teeth and uh you know hopefully one day i'll have the means to be able to help someone else
1: that's awesome great mr john
0: i'm just just looking forward to getting back to you know some normal things um (laughs) you know uh we're a family owned company. So we're at it six, seven days a week. So, um, I miss, you know, not, uh, being at phantoms games. I miss not being at iron pigs games. I I'm, I'm going to miss not being at the track at Pocono, but, um, Spencer, Josh and Garrett and I are, are, trying to come up with a way to spend some time together when they come up here. So, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but you know, outside of, you know, outside of racing, we're, we're, oh, we're constantly busy. I mean, uh, I'm constantly looking for ways to grow our brand and, um, just like spencer said you know like that's the idea you know we, we want to hustle um that's why that's one of the reasons why i like him so much is that he's he's constantly thinking the same way i'm thinking how, how can we grow this thing how can we do better and um you know uh if you would ever told me that we would be busy and, and successful during this all the chaos that's going on in the country um you know i wouldn't have believed it but um i, I think it just goes to show um you know hard work and um like Spencer said, my daughter, I'm a big family man. I'm hoping that maybe someday she comes to work with me. If not, I don't know. I know a lot of people in Carolina. Maybe I'll just move to Charlotte when it's all <laughs> said and done.
2: There you go. <laughs> that's great.
0: Yeah. that's great. do it. I did some good golf courses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love the Charlotte area. I've been there you know, a few times. My daughter's name is Charlotte. Um, so, um, you know, I... I love coming down there, and uh, there's a lot of times where I wish I was a lot closer to you guys and not uh, like a nine-hour drive.
2: That's about about what it is for us, too. Yeah,
1: that's a distance. Eight
2: or so, but... Yeah.
1: Wow. So, uh, this is a little bit more of a fun question here. Uh, What is the uh, first thing keyed up on your uh, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime account? Like, whichever account you watch.
0: Go ahead, Spencer. You go first. Oh, I don't know. You know,
3: uh, I've uh, been watching the Outer Banks, pretty good show on Netflix uh, here in the Carolinas. Um, uh, Different lifestyle than growing up on the west side of the Carolinas, (laughs) no water, Uh, but uh, pretty cool show. And uh, I like, you know, military movies and, you know, uh, shooter and
0: and things like that. Uh, Pretty cool, uh, intense movies. All right. Yeah, my wife and I just finished up Outlander. Um, I, I love uh, my my family's heritage is is Irish and Scottish, so I, I love Outlander. Um, and um, I've actually been kind of nostalgic. My daughter's to the point now where we can like watch movies from the 80s. So we've been watching like Vacation, Weekend at Bernie's, Summer <laughs> Rental, nice. like all the classics. <laughs> so this is awesome.
2: Weekend at Bernie's, man. I haven't seen that in a <laughs> long time. That's a classic.
1: Yeah,
3: it
0: is. You need to add Top Gun and Days of Thunder. Yes. So, <laughs> we got to build up to that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that okay. actually brings me to my next question. My next question, what's the best racing movie of all time?
0: Days of Thunder. I, I, I love Talladega. <laughs> 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 <I'm not> gonna... <laughs> oh, um, man. uh, You know like I'm one of those guys that would you know probably wear like a Ricky Bobby shirt to the track but I know too many guys so I I don't want to insult them but uh, (laughs) if I didn't know anybody you know if if you ain't first you're last
1: Right right (laughs) Hey hey, there's nothing wrong with Talladega Dagonites. that was a hilarious movie It's funny
2: not the best it
1: though. <laughs> it, okay yeah i agree days of thunder who was yeah.
2: there was a there was a crew chief that had never seen that and like everybody in the garage it was, uh, steve latard yeah steve latard everybody ribbed him until he finally went and watched it and basically gave like feedback on it it's pretty funny <laughs>
1: uh, all right um oh man, i just had one last question that i was gonna ask you and now it literally just skipped my mind Logs, you got anything
2: um, nothing. Oh just want to say just thanks for you guys calling in. Um any it take the last few minutes here to to you know, bring up anything else you, you want our listeners to know about.
1: Yeah, what's the one thing you want the fans to know about you?
0: Well Spencer and I just had a really cool collaboration together. Um we just did some Richmore Racing shirts uh, that sold out day one um you know so that was i think that how, was a true how can we get those
2: uh, if you do messages. another if you do another run of those how can we get some of those or how can fans get some of those
0: i don't know spencer you think we should do another run of those yeah you know uh, i've been getting messages
3: uh, everyone's like oh did we miss it And uh, it was a limited run and um we we definitely should do it again um it's on uh, spencerboy.net uh, okay. we have a link to a shopify and and check it out um, really cool design, a lot different than, uh, some of my other shirt designs. So, uh, I'd like to go down this path. Um, I think it's really clean, um, has multiple logos on the shirt. So, uh, it's really catchy. And, uh, obviously the Richmar logo is, uh, the Richmar racing logo is super sexy. Um, uh, so, uh, you need to be sporting it at every race.
1: Yeah, I agree. It's a really good looking logo. And John, when you sent it to me at the time, I'm looking at him and go, oh my God, he's got something here. That's really nice. It really pops.
0: Yeah, I mean, we have uh, a couple of the indie guys have picked them up too. Uh, Sage Karam is local to me; he's got one. Uh, uh, Spencer's uh, store is working on sending one to Tony Canon. So uh, nice. So we're uh, we're we're pushing all assets of the uh, racing world. I know that um, uh, Garrett's uh, crew, uh, his pit, his pit, um, his crew chief Jason um and his crew have all got them so uh i think that they'll be we'll be seeing those at pocono and uh hopefully they send me some pictures and we'll see it in person but um they were very excited to get them so um everybody that got them was very excited there's some people that haven't quite got them from me yet but uh i think it was a really cool collab so yeah i, I think we should uh up that because i am still getting requests too for that
1: i tell you what, you, you renew your order that Lugs and I will we'll make sure we'll buy one off your website for sure.
2: Yeah, you got two guaranteed here.
1: Yeah.
3: Awesome, man. Well, uh, appreciate that. And, uh, you know, appreciate everyone uh, supporting me and all my partners. And, uh, you know, any company that jumps in racing put first and, and partners with drivers and, and guys that, you know, aren't winning races every week, you know, um, we all need support. Um, we're always trying to find ways to uh, promote companies and do a good job. And uh, we got a good group here, uh, part of the Richmar family and Richmar racing team. So um, check us all out. Give us a follow. And uh, appreciate everyone uh, chatting about us and having some fun tonight.
1: Heck, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we really uh, thank you for taking the time talking to us. Fantastic interview. Uh, Spencer, was nice talking to you. John, it's always good talking to you. Um, guys, we really appreciate it.
0: Thank
1: you guys, it was fun. Thanks, Spencer. Thanks, guys. Good talking to you, buddy. All right, take
0: care. You guys have
1: a good night.
2: Thank you. you. Thank you. All right, let's talk about fantasy. Yeah, man. Um, do we want to go ahead and make? Sucks. Do we want to go ahead and Fucking make? Our...
1: Sucks. Blaney. I got boned a couple weeks ago by Johnson. Now I got boned by Blaney. Ugh. I'm dropping down the standings. I'm sure. Anyway, what were you gonna say? You wanna go ahead and make our picks.
2: Yeah. Harvick, Chase for me. Harvick and Chase, huh? Those yep. are pretty solid.
1: It's Atlanta. Harvick does well in Atlanta, and Chase has been strong. But I'm sure Chase is going to find some way to Birmingham. He can't have five good weeks in a row. I mean, good and like, be competitive for the lead.
2: Man. All right. I'm going to go. <sighs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I'm going to go Blaney. I'm going to go Bowman. BB. I don't know why I'm doing that. I didn't look at anybody's statistics. Normally, I'm statistically driven.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that you are. I'm usually from the gut driven. So, So actually, I very rarely look at stats.
2: We'll see how that works out for me. Um, All right. So, let's run through some fantasy standings here. All right. Let me pull it up on my phone. Oh, I do
1: want to say this, that one of our fantasy players... um, unfortunately he passed away uh so what we're gonna do in memorial of wade uh it, we're gonna keep him active in the league for the rest of the year so what we're gonna do and if you guys don't think this is fair tough shit this is our decision to do um so wade has played all season um it's jessica Mueller's father uh what we're gonna do in memorial for wade is that we're gonna take his average points that he scored over these first races and whatever that average is, we're going to give him throughout for every race going for the rest of the season and see where he finishes at.
2: Okay. Yep. And I don't know what that is. I'll have to, to come sure. up with that. But sure. I will say Wade was third in the point standings. Yeah. So
1: Yeah. And I, you know, I, I can't put myself in Jessica's shoes, so I hope she's doing well. I hope that she overcomes this. Nothing's worse than losing a father.
2: Sure. All right. So I'm going to start at the top and work backwards. Um so first place we've got uh, Jessica Miller, uh six hundred and ninety points. But by one point, <laughs> she has the lead. Uh Joseph Adams, second with six eighty-nine. Uh our buddy Jason Miller in third with six hundred and sixty-six.
1: Ooh, yeah, that's a nasty number.
2: Uh wait, so Wade would actually be fourth, my mistake. Okay. Wade would be fourth, six twenty-five. Uh Jeff Stainhook 624. Gasman 595. Daniel Cameron 587. Gordon Carr 578. Um, I'm down in next place will be 571. Mike Stewart 567. Donna Mitchell 564. Tyler Ellington 553. Tracy Lore. 519, Eddie Greer, 516, Eric Stewart, 514. So real thick, close battle right there for those guys. John Elliott right there as well, 497. Joe Schlasky, 467, and our buddy Bobby Peters, uh, bringing up the rear with 324. Uh, We've got a couple people that haven't sent in uh, picks in a few weeks, so not gonna read their names off. Cool. So there's your standings. Uh, I will get those posted up on Twitter and Facebook here momentarily. So you can see what place you're in um, and strategize your picks for Atlanta. Awesome. Well, well, I do have one last thing. Sure, And this is not really NASCAR related, but I did want to share it just because it is. Is it
1: F1 related? Mm, No. Indy car related?
2: No. Then I'll let you go. (laughs) Were you going to cut me off? I was, yes. Just end it? Uh, Let me find it here. Well,
1: come on, man.
2: I got to find it. Leave me alone. <laughs> um so Formula E. Oh god. <laughs> so the uh, the electric series um that they have going on. So they were doing like an iRacing racing type mm-hmm. invitational oh, series. Did I, You hear about I this? I
1: did. Yes. I know I know where you're going with this. You can talk about it. It was funny. So
2: they uh, actually one Sad. of the one of the drivers for Audi yeah. um it, it it was discovered he had someone step yes. into the invitational race as him. And, yeah. and race as him, yeah. uh, and so he his his relationship with Audi was was ended. He's without a ride. He'd been with them for sixty three races in six years. So wow. Kyle Larson, buddy, you're you're not you're not alone <laughs> in this uh, in this invitational world of of losing your ride. Uh, wow. So I racing bites another one. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. So cheating doesn't pay, folks. Nope.
1: All right, folks. Uh, look forward to it. I hope you enjoy the interview with John and Spencer again. Great guys. will talk. Go to out these. and
2: follow them on Twitter. And yeah, yeah, too. absolutely.
1: Follow. Push their stuff. Um, if they release more shirts. Go and buy a shirt. show yeah, some, well, some if, love.
2: If they do, we'll be sure and post that up as well. Yep. Uh, also, go to spencerboy.net. I'm sure he's got other shirts and stuff on there too.
1: Absolutely. All right, folks. Talk to you next week.
0: the check and flag waves on this episode tune in next week to keep updated on all things nascar please like us on itunes and follow us on podbean we'd like to hear from you so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com thanks again and and see you 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 soon